Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Today, looking at a very, very emotive issue. There's been a motion introduced in the Nelson Mandela Bay Municipality by EFF Councillor Ndumiso Kwasi. He wants vestiges of our colonial past to be removed, and these vestiges include all portraits of mayors who presided over the city during the apartheid and colonial eras. Uh, These are at the back entrance of City Hall. He wants Queen Victoria's statue in front of the main library in Governor Becky Avenue removed. Also the Preston John Memorial in the City Hall parking lot. The Horse Memorial on the corner of Cape Road and Russell Road and the Anglo-Boer War Memorial in front of the Karicha Town Hall. We have reached out on numerous occasions to Councillor Nkwazi to join us today. Unavailable for selection unfortunately. So we are chatting with the Chair of the Historical Society of Port Elizabeth, Mr Graham Taylor. Graham, thank you for your time. Um, I'm guessing you're opposed to the move that's been proposed. Well, Darren, thank you for having me on the show. And firstly, uh, I wasn't quite sure whether this is just really sensation-seeking or or very much of of a joke. Um, You know, I'm quite taken aback by the proposals which are being made. But nonetheless, uh, you know, I think it's important to, to address them and engage with them. And I took the liberty of asking for the actual minute which goes to council. And quite frankly, the minute itself is so poorly informed and so inaccurate. I'm actually surprised that it actually got onto the council chamber's floors. In fact, I would go as far as to say that it's so badly formulated that, um, you know, I I question what any official is doing in terms of tabling this at a municipal level. I would strongly suggest that they go back to the drawing board and get their facts straight and, uh, you know, provide something of substance. I mean, just to pick up on a few issues, for instance, they talk about post-democracy monuments which must be maintained and celebrated. Uh, Strangely enough, it includes Craddock Place, which is one of the very, very first farms within the city. So, you know, it's very difficult to engage seriously with uh, something of so little substance. And uh, it leads one to believe that this poor formulation is really just about grandstanding and stirring up emotions and finding places on the front page which quite frankly doesn't do justice to the very rich heritage that this city has. Graham, what exactly would be needed for monuments to be removed, the sort that are being proposed by the councillor? Surely it'll take more than just uh, a majority in council. There's national, uh, national heritage legislation that, that comes into play, surely? Well, absolutely, Darren. Um, you know, I, I fail to understand how council can make decisions on removing national monuments, monuments with national heritage status. There are uh, extensive public participation processes which must be followed. The public participation processes must be informed by facts. Um, you know, it's very easy to try and stir up emotions uh, of people. I mean, you know, the wings of apartheid are are still very new and they are raw. And when we stir up emotions on 
bad with bad fonts. We are simply asking for trouble. Uh, you know, maybe if I can, by way of demonstration, the uh, Victoria statue has come to symbolise not really uh, colonialism per se. What we've got within the city is a very, very long and rich tradition of the Victoria statue being associated with the library. And the library is the one single public place within the city during the deep and darkest days of the apartheid that was open to all races. So that image of Victoria has come to be associated in many, many ways with freedom. In a similar vein, um, you know, recently we had uh, the 120-year celebration of New Brighton. New Brighton has become very dear to people and there are very clear reasons for that. Part of that reason was uh, previous mayors of the city, such as um, uh, of, uh, Adolf Schader. He was a Lithuanian Jew who uh, poverty-stricken came over in 1900 and in 1940 was an advocate for um, proper housing conditions within New Brighton. His contributions have been acknowledged worldwide. For you now to want to say, without the benefit of knowledge, to want to tear down these um, portraits of Shada is, I, I think, very short-sighted and displays a fundamental misunderstanding of struggle history in this country. Um, quite frankly, these councillors who are putting this forward, uh, I'm not so sure where, how steeply, how, how deep their tradition is within the city, if they have such a poorly formulated understanding. I mean, people such as Katie Golden, to mention a and she gave a name to Goldendale. Um, she was also very high up in the council, and her, her portraits are also on those walls. Um, do you want to rip down all the contributions she's made to Goldendale? Shorter's contributions to Shorterville? I, I, you know, these are things which, which just don't wash. They don't uh, make any sense. If one takes it a little bit further, and if you look at the so-called Prester John Memorial, the Prester John Memorial predates colonialism by a significant period. I mean, it covers the period of 1145 to about 1645 and was associated with Portuguese age of discovery. It's unique in the world. It's an attraction to visitors. And Darren, it was funded by the private sector. Johannes Eggers, the person who commissioned that statue, was a uh, fled Nazi Germany um, at the height of the Crystal Nacht. He came to South Africa and was so grateful to this country for providing refuge and an opportunity uh, to create a business, to make a living, that he contributed back into the city and built more in heritage. I would suggest that the EFF proponents actually dig, dig into their own pockets and start making contributions to the heritage and the maintenance thereof in the city instead of trying to tear everything down. I think um, Derek Nesbitt's uh, cartoon in this morning's paper probably says it all. It's very easy to break things down. You can do it overnight, but to build something takes decades, centuries. 
and many of the people who contributed to these memorials have made significant contributions to the um, city. To just ban them and remove them and remove all vestige of their contributions, I think, speaks ill of the dead. It speaks ill of their contributions and displays a fundamental lack of understanding of the history of the city and the heritage thereof. Always easier to join the demolition gang than it is to be part of the construction crew, Graham. Absolutely, Darren. You know, and some of the other points, and yes, you know, I really did not want to go down an emotive road on this because, and for me to actually give so much time to this topic is, uh, it's not really befitting because, uh, you know, we should not really be giving airtime to these types of um, ill-founded proposals which um, seem to be made when people stagger into a building and, uh, you know, there's never any substance to it. I mean, we need some sober reflection on this. And I would really appeal to citizens to, to do so. Uh, the fact of the matter is, if we look at the Horse Memorial, I mean, that's hardly a, a, a colonial statue per se. Uh, it's really a, pays homage to the horses which fell during the Anglo-Boer War, which more correctly was the South African War. It involved all South Africans. It was a tragic period during our, our life's uh, lifespan. It was a period where uh, colonial and imperialistic forces were essentially monopolizing the, the wealth of the nation. This, this was a war around gold more than culture. And, uh, you know, the Horse Memorial allows us to reflect on these past events. And even if these heritage objects uh, are particularly, how can I say, controversial, there is nothing wrong in controversy to stimulate the debate for us to learn from the past, because ultimately that is what heritage is all about. Heritage of those is of those objects we carry along with us. We learn from it, from it, and we allows us to pause and reflect. We do not want to repeat the mistakes of the past, and this whole scale. Uh, destruction of heritage, uh, a damnatio memori, I think is the Latin term which is used for that, to condemn or to history. We've seen it in Franco-Spain, we've seen it in Nazi Germany, where the memorials and heritage is torn down, and it's done in the interests of people who would become the oppressors themselves. In some areas of the world, we are seeing that heritage destruction taking place. And in some of the areas of the world, that heritage destruction is being used as a cover to actually illegally sell these antiques into the black market. That is a very well-known phenomenon that's been happening specifically around all the conflicts taking place in um, the Middle East and places such as Mosul, where strangely enough the so-called heritage destruction is landing on a black market here, for instance, in the vaults of Switzerland. And I think, you know, we as South Africans must not be blinded to the realities of the gamesmanship which is taking place at the moment. 
and the very real possibilities that the heritage objects that there are sometimes mysterious um, objectives underlying this. So I would really encourage people to appeal for calm around this and, and let's work with the facts and not emotions which are stirred up unnecessarily. He's the chair of the Historical Society of Port Elizabeth, Graham Taylor. Thank you so much for your time and joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines today, sir. Thank you very much for the time, Darren, and have a great day. Thank you. Joining us now on Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann is Mr. Andila Nduna. He's from the Eastern Cape Department of Arts and Culture. Mr. Nduna, thanks for your time. We're catching up with you in response to motion made by EFF Councillor Ndumiso Kwasi to the Nelson Mandela Bay Municipality, where he wants a number of heritage sites and what he says are vestiges of the colonial era removed. These include portraits of mayors, Queen, Victa- uh, Queen Victoria's statue in front of the main library, the Preston John Memorial, the Horse Memorial and various others. What's the reaction of the department to this? Um, we, we are Thank you so much for this time as well, Darrell, and to your valued uh, listeners. We, we are definitely mindful of the fact that uh, apartheid and colonial era represented, uh, representatives such as statues um, and, and all the, those uh, representations, they bring about a painful past uh, as we're well aware and is well documented the past of our country. Um, we, are, we appreciate that. Um, but at the same time, we do we do believe that the absolute removal of of statues um, and and not a, a a process that involves involving all affected stakeholders, all affected uh, communities, uh, is really not an all inclusive process. We be, we believe that, uh, for instance, as a, as a department that there is place in history for all that has happened in, in South Africa. And also there is place in history where we could have um, landmarks that tell us and, and, and uh, where, we, where we are coming from. We were therefore, uh, as much as we, we, we acknowledge uh, the sentiments that uh, the removal is not helping um, the forward-looking uh, approach of the country, and then also of, of, of the of the metro, but we do feel that such uh, elements uh, should be brought about in a in a very consultative manner, and and we feel as such that um, as a department, we, we since we have um, monuments that um, uh, that capture uh, our our history very well, we therefore feel that um, such monuments uh, are, are great places to put uh, um, uh, such uh, uh, features, such as statues, uh, that are part of our history, because we, we, we don't believe in total removal. Uh, we don't believe uh, in, 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 in that, that uh, every symbol that is uh, bring about pain should be removed um, without uh, proper consultation. Hence, we have monuments uh, for storage of such uh, representatives, such as statues. Talk me through the process. Surely it takes more than just a simple vote by uh, councillors in chamber to have statues removed. There's natural, there's national heritage legislation, for example, which uh, will come into play as well, isn't there? Yes, definitely there is. I mean, I mean, the same process that the, the department uh, embarks on, 
um, when a proposal comes through for a, a name change, where as a department we will therefore acknowledge the, the, the request uh, and call upon communities in a in a public place to discuss um, the, 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 the the proposals for for, for, for new names and such. Um, we, we believe such a process should also be embarked on when it comes to the removal of statues and symbols that bring about our past pain. Do you find the timing of this call uh, curious at all? We've got an election coming up next year. The cynical amongst us might say there's a link. Well, remember, such debates are are, are, are consistent um, during this time. Uh, I mean, we had the same debates as it built up to the 2019 uh, elections, where the same debates is built up to the municipal elections in 2016. So such debates are common in this time of the year. But we do feel that we, as, as, as a country and as leaders in, in the country, we should also uh, not, not, not to... Not to um, utilize public spaces uh, to conjure up such emotions, but but to know and to abide by the processes, because because um, a total removal of such of such statues and and without consultation translates to vandalism, and 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 as a department, we are definitely not for that kind of action. So 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 such uh, uh, sentiments uh, are common and, uh, as as a build up to 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 these kind of elections and as such. We have noted that there certainly is an imbalance, one would say, when it comes to statues and memorials of the colonial and apartheid era versus the post democracy era. Is the solution not for us to maybe start building more statues and memorials um, rather than taking down those that exist? Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you, you are aware that recently we've had uh, two statues uh, that were put up of Nelson Mandela. Um, and, and that debate also came up about that when we put up new statues, what do we do with the old ones? What, what do we do with, 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 the, with the representations of the old ones? Um, as, as a department, we, we, feel strong, we, we feel strongly that um, absolute removal is not an answer. We feel strongly that there are government-funded uh, institutions that, uh, th- that can house and keep such memorials because we do, we, do, we do feel that as much as new ones are being brought up, I mentioned um, the Nelson Mandela one. There's also uh, another one uh, of, of Chief uh, Makoma. Um, there are also certain calls for uh, the statues of uh, Mangaliso Sobuku as well um, that are being uh, suggested. So, so, so there are there are definitely memorial and, and statues that are being suggested to the department to look at, um, such that we are aware and, and we are very much aware of of. of Putting up new statues, we are in a process or starting a process or part of a process that is uh, aimed at rewriting our history and and, and basically addressing um, the, 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 the past uh, pains as well. Mr. Nduna, do you think enough care and maintenance is being done for our, our heritage? The Sara Bartman Centre near Hanke, for example, is not in a good state at the moment. There are many who say that we, we just aren't doing enough to look after the existing statues we have. Yes, definitely. There, there, is, um, there, there, there is a need um, to up our, our, our upkeep 
of, of, of the memorials, the statues and the centers, as you've mentioned. Um, I, I remember actually beginning of this year when I was at Hanke to, uh, at, at, at the center. Uh, I mean, when we, when we look at um, the plans that, that are there to, 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 to house um, and to revive the memory of Salah Batman, um, that we'd expect a program or a project of that nature to be long complete and to be done so that, um, you know, not, not just for, for memory's sake, but also for, uh, for, for tourism benefits and also um, injection into the economy of that area and all the other areas within the province that house such uh, such centres. We definitely are aware of that. And as a result, as I said, when we were in Hanke beginning of the year, we actually um, charged uh, our, 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 our uh, fellow department officials from Public Works to, to speed up the process of finishing up uh, that centre. Uh, we actually, I remember when we were there, that there were uh, long uh, uh, debates and, and conclusions about how to finish up that process. We do know that there was uh, funds then identified and allocated for making sure that that centre is speed up and finished in time. And actually, um, as, as we're now talking about this, I'm, I'm just reminded to do a follow-up on that and to make sure how far um, those agreements um, uh, have, have, have been in terms of finishing up that centre specifically. We appreciate you joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines today, Mr. Andila Anduna. Have yourself a good day, sir. Thank you so much, Cheryl, and to you and your listeners. Have a good one. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.